Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 247 of the Worship Probs podcast live from Experience Conference. been the best one yet that's the best one yet. i mean we i say found we just stop people. now we found our just people stop now. Just we found off. our people <laughs> man thank you for being here live and in person thank you if you're listening to this where are you we waited five extra minutes you didn't show so you show up we, we started shame on you. exactly shame a lot of shame, shame. a lot of shame today we're gonna do, do a lot of shaming i'm just kidding just kidding <laughs> Just kidding. What we are, what we are going to do is the three E's. You guys know what they are. They are entertain, encourage, and equip. That's what we're all about. And when you think about that, you think about Big Yonsei. I don't think any of them do. You don't think so? (laughs) No, no, no. You don't think? I do. I think they think that. I appreciate that. No, I'm glad to be here, though. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. If you guys would do us a favor, jump over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star rating and a really nice review. That would that'd be like a oh man, I'm waiting for it. A belated What's birthday it be gift. Like? Okay. It's a belated birthday <laughs> yeah. gift. He's always a bit of like a wild card. You never know what. I'm always just waiting. I'm like, what new slang has he learned that probably he shouldn't be saying? So here's the funny what, part about like, that. What? The funny part about that is I've never known a greater wild card than you. That's. <laughs> And for me to be labeled as the wild card, that is... I don't think that's true, Kim. That is comical. <laughs> Kim's right? the expert, right? <laughs> right, she's the expert. Well, tell, tell them what this we're going to do This is what we're doing today. today. This is what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. Uh, hey, we've got another uh, little segment of anatomy. Do you guys know what anatomy is? That's where we break a meme down. And the one today, there was a little bit of uh, controversy yeah. in the comments. A little bit of we'll sass in the that. comments, A little bit of sass. Right? Little, some strong opinions from Christians. Yes. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, so we got recovery anatomy. We've got the ever popular prayer concerns. Is it OG? It's OG. OG prayer concerns coming today. So that's that's awesome. Then we're gonna be sliding the DMs. We've got like one question ready, but we are gonna be taking your questions live in this room. So get the wheels turning now because there's nothing more awkward than when you guys don't have questions. Yeah. And so Brian, I stand do here. It. Do it. <laughs> breathing into the mic. Do it. So yeah, good Just stuff in it. store today. Absolutely. Uh, so before we move on, let Jen, tell you about our amazing friends at Planning Center. Let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. 
And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. So Jennifer, um, yeah, oh, we've been no. we've been doing this. Challenges have been issued. Yes. I didn't think. I did not think. The nation has spoken. What you have here. Oh my! Is By a show of hands, who doesn't know what he's about to do? If it's the majority of the room, it's not happening. So that's we, the majority of the room. I'm. We have. That was the, that was definitely the majority. So. Two Jen, hands up, guys. Jen two. is always challenging me with getting a tattoo, which is mar- like marking my person for all time. And I think that is that's very invasive. Okay, <laughs> I'm just I've challenged. Brian has commitment issues, is what I hear. Right, that's, that's what do. I hear. <laughs> I got it right one time, and that's it. For me. So uh, the one time it mattered most. So so what we're doing here is a your a cronut eating contest. We have an audio podcast. What yeah. are the listeners? Our editor is right there, and she signed off on this. So. Allie, you betrayed me. So. Uh, show of hands who does not want to watch Jen eat, because that should be every hand in the room. Thank you. I see you in One the back. Hand. I One saw hand. I saw that hand in the back. One hand. And he sort of was ashamed, so he put it down. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you really making me eat crumbs in front of the group? Absolutely. How am I supposed to do this? Well, I don't you, see... You unwrap it. There's no napkins. You, Sorry, guys. I'm a tidy eater. There's no napkins. There's four of them in here. Can, can I slowly work my... It, no. Oh, my gosh. Did anyone hear the episode, though, the other week where I said eating sounds, mouth sounds in general, are very triggering to me? I'll have, them, I'll have the mic right there for you. <laughs> can we move on now? There's four in here. You've got to do this, I'll man. eat them later. Can I eat them later? No. Guys, <laughs> this is going to eat up like 10 minutes of podcast time. <laughs> okay, I will start working on this. Okay. And how about you move on? How about I move on? Yeah. <laughs> this is making my day. Okay. They're cold. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I want it hot with a cup of coffee. Okay. Please. Sorry. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get that done for you. Um, okay. So we're here at Experience 2023. While I'm talking, Jen's just cronutting over I, here. It won't rip. It, it won't rip. Well, I. Yeah. Think so. It's like a. Yeah. It's like a, a, a croissant or crescent, depending. Had a baby with a donut. And then they, and they glazed it. Yeah, let's give them out. You can Who else hasn't had one? Yeah. I would love to share. One I would love to share. You. One is for you. Anybody? Daniel's just egging him on, too. You, you tested already. I know. <laughs> I saw another hand. This is killer podcast. You're raising your hand right? a lot back there. And do you want one in the back corner? He, he shouldn't does. get it because he... Bailed on being Can my you make support, it back there? So. Throwing it? Yeah. Oh, that I'll do. That I'll do. You Be afraid, fam. Be very afraid. Oh! Knuckles! <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Knuckles is the best. Knuckles. It gets no better than Knuckles, man. 
Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. We rehearsed that. That's so good. That's so good. So we're here at uh, Experience 2023. Are you having a good time? Having a great conference so far? Yeah, so we think this is like our fourth or fifth yeah. here at Experience, and we absolutely love these. They're so, so much fun. What do you enjoy most about the live? Uh, honestly, just this, this interaction, because most of the time it's the two of us doinks on, <laughs> on Zoom laughing with each other, but you always, we imagine like when people listen to podcasts, we hope that everyone's laughing, but yeah. there are those times where we're yeah. like, we don't know. Was that, was that funny? <laughs> Crickets. Are they, yeah, yeah. So I would say that's so fun is getting yeah. to actually like hear and experience Absolutely. reactions of Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Um, worship karaoke. How many of you watch worship karaoke? Okay, all right. We've got a full season out there. Uh, tomorrow, we will launch a recap episode of season one. And then uh, in a couple of weeks, we launch into season two. We've got people from Elevation Rhythm. We've got a Christian memer that we will reveal to you at some point. Um, Sue who? TV. That's right. <laughs> um, so uh, make sure you check that out. Follow us on YouTube at Worship Probs. You can uh, check out all the stuff that's going on there. We have some maybe some new content coming to YouTube here in the next couple of months that we're excited about. So, yeah. 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 And you know our sponsor, American Musical Supply for Worship Karyabi. They're amazing. Uh, Patreon. We have this ability, if you, the podcast has meant anything to you, uh, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can, there's all kinds of levels and you get stuff with different levels. There's merch, there's monthly Zooms. There's it's a day in the life with Brian. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Gosh, um, nobody wants that, by the way. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff on there. So check that out at the link in our bio um, as well. Well, okay, we started as a meme account. So not everybody knows that. Some people only know us as the podcast. So, um, we started as a meme account, and we thought it would be kind of cool if we unpacked why did we make this meme, how did we make this meme, and what happened when we made this meme. We do that in a segment called Anatomy. Anatomy is brought to you by Subsplash. As a worship leader, you've got a lot on your plate. You're figuring out team rotations, developing talent, running rehearsals, collaborating with your pastor, caring for your congregation. And on top of all of that, too many worship leaders are supposed to be technical experts. Whether it's lighting or live streaming, social media or media hosting, it's like someone wrote tech guru on your job description in invisible ink. But what if you could stay focused on what's most important to you and still get the rest of the job done? Enter Subsplash, the complete digital platform for your church. In one place, you can create and manage your church's app and website, live stream and archive your services, manage people, volunteers and events, and so much more. Subsplash makes it simple to connect all of your digital tools so that they work together and work for you. Book a demo to learn more about Subsplash at subsplash.com slash WLP. When you use that link to book a demo, you'll get a special discount, but you've got to use the link. Again, that's subsplash.com slash WLP. So, uh, anatomy, we're, we're, we, we're, I called this meme the early pastor. Yeah. Okay, and if you saw this, this was a video submitted by a church, 
and uh, the worship leader is kind of making a transition. Pastor comes out too early and realizes it and then sort of tiptoes it's, back. So it's really fun. The worship leader doesn't see him. And the pastor's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the worship yeah. leader in the moment, you know, in the moment, sometimes you say yeah. stuff. And he was like, you're, you're here to steal my thunder or whatever. Yeah, yeah you almost stole well, my thunder. Well, that. That, that set the a people A few off. of our brothers and sisters <laughs> were not few thrilled with A few of our gracious the, brothers yeah. and sisters who <laughs> apparently have never uh, been caught off guard and uh, spoken So how did it tell us about that? Uh, I mean, you know, again, this was submitted to us. We don't usually go looking around, uh, you know, for people's gaffes. People send them to us. And we were just kind of poking fun because who in here has, like, ever just messed up the timing? You think, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to do this. Yeah, okay, so we're all human. And so we just kind of poked some fun at it now. Uh, I think what most people got triggered about was the steal my thunder yeah. thing. And then other people jumped in and like, guys, calm down and, you know. Chill pill. Chill pill. Yeah. And I think maybe that's some of the lesson in this. So uh, we talk about like we make memes not just to like make fun of things, but we almost like use humor to bridge a conversation. Yep. And I think the big conversation piece in this one is like give people grace. I mean, yeah, clearly absolutely. some people went really they went full-fledged, like, this is they what did. happens when it's a show. And, yeah, exactly. You know, right. and it's like, exactly. calm down, calm down. Oh, just take it just, easy. Just take a deep breath. And exactly. Just, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. so, I mean, it, it, people got really funny in there, and people cracking up. Um, a lot of people were like, yep, that resonates with me. Totally have done, <laughs> <laughs> totally have done that before, or my pastor's done that all the time and stuff. But, yeah, um, you guys should go check out the comments. Although, if, you're, you, if you are one of those people who likes to jump in and engage with you know, the conflict, maybe stay away from this one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe sit this one out. Sit this one out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. sit this one out because, yeah, you're going to be tempted. But So if you have an idea for a meme, you have a video from your church where maybe things didn't go quite as planned, uh, send it to us. You can DM it to us on any of the socials. Uh, Instagram's probably the easiest one there. Or you can email it to us, info at worshipleaderprobs.com. Yeah. Well, Brian... Do you know what time it is? Akeora Ace. <laughs> I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. <laughs> prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. So prayer concerns. If you've been listening from the beginning, you know what prayer concerns are. In our context, you know, it's the gentle and not so gentle roast that you get from your congregation about what they liked and what they didn't like in the service, very much like they're at a buffet of some kind. So uh, send those in to us and uh, we share those. You'll always remain anonymous. You can do that uh, in the DMs or you can also do that uh, by going to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com, click on the prayer concerns tab. So uh, all of these today, we have a Facebook community group. How many of you are in the Facebook community? Not very many of you. Okay, well, join us up, man. Uh, hit us up. Uh, you can find that link in our bio or just search 
worship probs and join the private group, answer the questions, okay? I creatives, we're not rules people. Please answer the questions. It's like two, and they're not I have, difficult. I approved like two people who didn't answer the questions, and they went nuts in the comments. So just answer the questions. It make, <laughs> make my life so much easier. So all the prayer concerns today come from the group. From the group. Nice. Come from the group, okay? So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. After singing the Lord's Prayer in a service, someone asked, when are we going to sing old songs again? The last time I checked, Jesus wrote those lyrics, so I'm not sure how old she wanted us to go. In the Old Testament, not New Testament. Yeah, yeah. right? Wow, wow. There it goes, old songs. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. Got this request. Can you guys... Can you guys play Trains Calling All Angels? <laughs> what? what is that? I mean, I like some train, but probably not in church, right? What is what that? We... Oh, train. Like yeah. train the band. Train the band, yeah. <laughs> Calling all angels, right? Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like a hymn, because, you know, my knowledge well, of hymns is... Just the hymns. I know the hits, yeah, that's it. So I was like, is that a hymn thing? I don't know. <laughs> you hymn people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number three sort of requires me to do an accent, and I've, I've, oh, I've been wrestling with this all day. I thought about not doing it. I'm going to try it. It's not meant to be offensive, but when I read the prayer concern, it will, you will understand. Okay. So it says, my grandfather is European, and he grew up very traditional. He left our church in pursuit of a new one because our senior pastor at the time was really into cycling, like road cycling, biking. And my grandfather believed in a heavy European accent that (laughs) Bible says pastor should not ride bike. He should pray with people, not ride bike. That's the prayer concern. He should pray with people, not ride bike. They specifically say Eastern European or like... (laughs) It was not specific. I was waiting which country in Europe you're going to pick. I'll be honest with you. I probably went with the what I thought was my best accent. So I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it was good, but I, I went with what I went with what I went with what I thought was my best. Okay. All right. All right. Number four. Prayer concern number four. Got this comment recently. Said contemporary songs aren't good. There's too many repeats. And I replied, so like the Agnus Dei. It was a Lutheran church. That's a really repetitive song, you know. I'm sorry, again, is that a hymn? What is it? You know, uh, you Stay, the Michael W. Smith. Oh, Hallelujah. okay, so fun fact. I know it as Agnes Day because. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Just That's how good hits. I am at the, what, Latin? Right, I saw a few hands. Come on, we're not the only ones. And I know it's not how it's pronounced, but that's how he. So it's a little, it's a little repetitive. So it's a little bit of a worship leader clap back there. That is okay. Right. So you mean like I love it? Yeah. It was in a Lutheran church. (laughs) Okay. Here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. This is a back and forth. uh, So that's important for you to know. The member. Do you guys write your own songs? Me. No, we do songs written by worship artists right now. We may get into writing, but we don't really have the people or the means to write for now. Member. Oh, so you're just a cover band. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Call the burn unit. (laughs) That one, I... um... 
I would love to follow up on that one. Yeah, we do. You know, we often jokingly talk about the, the big Yonce uh, clapback yeah. fund yeah. where she goes to the church and yeah. This one was per- in the Facebook community, though, because yeah. I feel like that I can track down. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that would be, it'd be an easy one. <laughs> I'm for, coming for you. It'd be an easy one for you. <laughs> oh so, friends, those are prayer concerns. And... And those are all real. Those all come from you. You are the writers of prayer concerns. So thank you for sending them in. Please keep them coming. Go to worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours. You'll always be anonymous. Uh, well, we always love to tackle your questions. And uh, we have one preloaded here. We're going to take questions from you in a segment we call Sliding into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by New Life and the Every Man's Battle Workshop. As a man, sexual integrity can feel so far out of reach, but it doesn't have to be that way. Just one weekend can give you the help and hope you're seeking from a life of sexual addiction to a life of freedom from shame and guilt. Addictive and compulsive sexual behaviors don't have to control your life. And once you attend the Every Man's Battle Workshop, you'll discover you're not alone and begin to live the life you want. Click on the link in our bio to find out more about the Every Man's Battle Workshop and explore the many other offerings from New Life. Transforming lives through compassionately communicating God's truth and connecting people into redemptive relationships. Okay, we've got a couple loaded here. If we may not, we may not need a couple, but we'll see. This is a really good crowd. So, yeah, um, so the first one that came in. How do you handle conflict on the worship team? I don't. I didn't really know what this question was referencing because I've never. I think they mean like. Conflict. I've never experienced. Oh, never. You've never had like conflict. team members that have conflict. With I don't each know other. even what that's about. Wow. Kidding. Totally kidding. Wow. Totally kidding. Why don't you go ahead and share? Ouch. Okay. Walked right into that. Yep. Yep. Um, so if you've listened at any for any length of time, you've heard me talk about values. And uh, I will be straight up with you. The values that you've heard me talk about, I got right here from, he doesn't like to be described as my oldest friend. He likes to be described as my longest friend. This is Sam Lynn. He was on our podcast. It's been a minute. It's like 50 episodes ago. <laughs> Incredible. If you, if you listen in uh, the one that was uh, Ephesians, uh, if he, yeah, talked to you about uh, the difference in being a, an imitator of Christ versus being an impersonator of Christ. Was that was, that was Sam. Go back and look for it if you haven't listened to it. So the values that I use, I got from Sam. And so I think that is a really important um, measuring stick for your team. It's And it's important that they be communicated and present, a part of your on-ramp, like uh, like when you start a new job, you get a job description most times, unless you work at a church, and often that doesn't happen. Uh, but most times you get a job description, and what that job description does is it gives you a target. It, it tells you what a bullseye looks like. And so we need to do that for our teams. And so uh, our values were part of our on-ramp process. Like uh, for people who expressed an interest in joining our team, they got a PDF uh, email uh, attachment with these values. Uh, read through these, pray through these. If it feels like something you still want to pursue, let us know. We'll schedule an interview. And so really right from the very first communication, that was communicated. And the values are going to be things like how to 
have good relationships on the team, how to be a good leader, how to pursue excellence, all the, you know, and, and those then become the measuring sticks. So I get back to the question, when you have conflict, you have a home base to take them to. And that is, these are the values that we uh, espouse as a team. These are the things we hold dear. This is how we measure effectiveness on our, to be a part of our team. And uh, I know there's a little bit of conflict here, so um, it might be the kind of thing where you sit down with both people. If it's maybe a little further down the road, maybe you sit down individually and, uh, you know, it might be that you as the leader have to make a tough decision. Yeah, maybe. Depending on what kind of conflict you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I always have this thought, is there anyone in this room that like you don't like conflict? You just want to avoid it and yeah, okay. So because it's tough. Anyone who does not mind conflict and you'll just jump right in. No one wants to admit it. Yeah, shocking. I know, shocking. Uh, I've had this thought like rolling in my head for like the last, I don't know, just a bit. And I'm like, leaders who don't face conflict will eventually face fallout. When we let conflict just kind of like fester in the team because we don't want to deal with it or we're just like, oh, maybe they'll handle it. And, you know, eventually there's going to be something that happens in your team. You know, that they're going to bring some tension in. You know, they're going to pull other people in. They're just going to get, you know, gossip. There's going to be stuff. And at some point you're going to have to deal with it. So I think it's best that when, you know, something's going on, you sense it, you observe it, maybe even you hear about it, you just kind of go ahead, especially as a leader and kind of a shepherd over some people, just, you know, kind of go in, hey, what's going on? Let's, let's, let's kind of figure this out. And like you said, I love that. Draw them back to the values and, you know, here's the standard in the team. Let's work this out. And if we can't work it out, then let's take a time out until we can, you know. But I think that as leaders, it's hard, but that is part of our role is we have to, we have to be there as the shepherd to deal with it. And I think I've said this before, you and I have talked about this. Don't pull one of those, bring everybody in the team in for a come to Jesus and you hammer everybody in the room because everybody in the room knows which two people it is. You know, have you ever been part of those? I've been in those before where it's like the leader comes in and they are just, you know, just hammering everybody for something. And I'm like, all of us aren't doing that. It's those guys, you know? So like, don't do that. Don't do that. Unless it's like an overwhelming issue throughout the whole team, I would say, Face it, face it head on, deal with it, you know, with grace, with love, go in with the goal to shepherd, shepherd those people, and then, you know, take it from there. Absolutely. And that avoiding that festering, yeah. which can lead to infection and leads to lots of bad stuff for your team. You don't want yeah. that to spread. Right, right. It's good. How about you? Anybody out here got a question? Um, and if you wouldn't mind, step up to the old uh, sliding into the DM's microphone there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been serving um, at a historic church in our community. We're coming up on our 80th anniversary next year. And historically, we've had a traditional service and a contemporary service. And over the past year, after a lot of prayer and conversation, we've decided to go to a blended service. And our leadership's on team. uh, I mean, our leadership's on board, our worship team and our choir's on board. But I am anticipating a few upset congregants. Mm -hmm. So do you have any advice for navigating the congregation through a big change like that? You know, uh, so my communication style, I tend to over-communicate, which is, can sometimes be equally as annoying as under-communicating. I would have a testimony probably in the second row. Uh, here's what I would say. Like, in terms of rolling out, I operate by that, uh, tell them what you're going to tell them, Tell them, tell them what you told them. Well organized, well thought out, um, and 
you're going to need to tie that to the why. You hear us say that a lot, like whatever you're changing to, whatever policies you have on your team, whatever your guidelines are, those need to point to the why. This is, this is why we're making this change because we feel it will allow us to blank as a church, whatever that looks like in your, in your context. And so, man, I would just say uh, as, as many people as you can get to, uh, maybe some groups, maybe send your pastor into some small groups in home, and, and I would make sure that your pastor is very visible and very present and, and uh, helping to, to establish the why for that. And I think we've talked about this uh, before. Maybe I got this from your conflict thing, but a lot of times people just want to be heard. So inevitably, someone's going to slip through the cracks. They're going to come find you, and they just want to tell you why they don't like it. You know, that, that's it's going to happen. And a lot of times, it's just that someone wants... They don't like change. I think we all know people in church do not love change. Um, and so they kind of want to be heard. And so I think it's like almost best, instead of just like going at people, this is what we're doing, get on board. Instead, hear them out and be like, you know what, I... I, I can appreciate that you you have loved our tradition, that you you know that you're so vested in the church and that, that you care so much, and then kind of paint that vision. Hey, this is why leadership, we all, we all <laughs> felt that this is kind of the direction we got we want to go. We want to reach more people. And you know, we even heard people talk about like, you know, people that love hymns, it's like it's so special to you. But those younger people coming into the church are connecting with different music, and we want them to be able to have that same feeling that you have when you hear you know, your favorite hymn, we want them to have the same feeling. So we're trying to bring it all together. We want all of the generations represented because that's a picture that is, you know, depicted in the word, you know, so grace and be ready to, to handle that direct, that Absolutely. direct, Absolutely. People grace. And you'll also hear us say a lot, I've had success with this in recruiting volunteers. It could work in this situation as well, like empower your volunteers to help you. Um, you know, as opposed to one or two of you communicating it, you said the choir was on board, all these, I mean, send them into their small groups or home groups or classes or whatever it is and, uh, make sure they have, you know, good talking points and, uh, get their help, you know, let them, let them help you. Anybody else? Yes. Papa G. Can I get a check-in on the cronut count, Jen? Yeah. (laughs) How many, so I've got how one. many have we eaten? I have one cronut. Is that, is that the count you're looking for? Um, I tried to rip it, and it, it wouldn't rip, and now my hand smells amazing. <laughs> you know what? You got to just bite it, man. Just got to bite the thing. Okay. Anyone else have a question? <laughs> yeah, anybody Someone, else? please. Blake, get up. Have a question. Anybody else? Hey, this is Blake. Blake, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, I have a question. How do you get to a place in your ministry where you can dream again when everything is moving so fast you can't seem to slow down or even turn work off when you're away? Man, that's so good. That's so good. I need a moment. I feel like you should probably wow. um, dig in on that. Oh, my goodness. That was, that was dense. <laughs> that's a great, that's that is great. a great question. Uh, honestly, something I've noticed about myself is I'm not always great about dreaming. Can anyone else relate to this? Just not always great about, about dreaming. Um, and so I think that that can be hard. I, I think that that almost kind of comes into play with like involving the Lord because I don't know about you guys. I don't want to be filled with my own dreams, you know, because my own dreams are only going to take me so far. And what I have noticed is a lot of times when I'm disappointed in something, it's because it was, you know, kind of an idea or a dream I had. I would say a lot of the, the dreaming that I have been doing lately, it's birthed more out of time, intimate time with the Lord. 
maybe some of that devotion time and just trying to refocus my heart and going, okay, God, what do you want? Because at the end of the day, what are we all doing this for? You know, it's for his kingdom to come, his will to be done, you know? And yeah, life is busy and church is busy and none of that is ever going to stop. You know, it's just never, it's never going to stop. And so, um, and other people aren't going to set boundaries for us. I've said that before. Church isn't going to set our boundaries. You know, our pastor isn't, God bless them, but they're not going to. Life isn't going to stop for us. And so I think it's us intentionally carving out time to go, okay, Lord, you know, what do you want? What are you dreaming about? You know, and and then what I like, is, I think that the dreaming that comes in together is like he gives an idea or something and then you go, oh, how can, okay, how can we go about this? But I think probably the best way is time with the Father. Time with the Father. Yeah. And it's got to be intentional yeah. because anybody else relate to that? If you've been in ministry for two days, you've gotten <laughs> overwhelmed probably by how fast things are moving. And uh, it's, got, it's got to be intentional. I, I learned something, and I may have learned this from you. If you have an iPhone, have you, have you found that the do not disturb feature? Yeah. What a gift that is. <laughs> and it's just the click of a button. Yeah, they got like that focus, and you're just like, focus. I'm, yeah. You know, shut the world out. And you can say like, if Kim texts me, I want that to come through. If Daniel texts me, I want that to come through. You know what I mean? Like you can make a list of people, but everybody Jen, else. no. It do just not waits. let that one come through. <laughs> It just waits. I think um, the older I get, the more I value those times where I have to intentionally step away from things. And I know that is not always easy. That is uh, like when you're going to your church budget meeting and you need storage space, that's really hard to get into the church budget. Nobody wants to give to storage. Hey, we're having a giving Sunday and it's for storage. (laughs) Nobody wants to do that, right? Uh, It's hard to get your executive pastor or your senior pastor to understand your need to unplug, even if it's just for a couple of hours. Um, you know, uh, Scott Longyear, Brother Scott, Pastor Scott, um, talks about they have a, uh, I think it's monthly on their staff, a required like half day of solitude every month. They require that. What a, what a novel idea, you know? Um, I hope that helps. I know that's a that can be a very challenging, very frustrating place to be in. Uh, so we'll we'll be praying with you, Blake. Anybody else? Yes, sir. With the classic come WLP "Come On Fam" shirt, right. I love that. I got a two-parter for you guys. All right, and they're very different from each other. Okay, all right. What is your like favorite, most special worship moment that you've ever been a part of? in any aspect. And then what is your most awkward or embarrassing one? Mm, favorite worship moment and most awkward. Worship I think we know moment. my most awkward one. Cause you memed it. Cause, <laughs> cause it happened two years ago. I'll that's go first the, with that, that one. That the angry stare. Yeah. That's the, meme yeah. Mugging. Yeah. So I was with my, uh, with my former church and uh, our team had gone to do worship at like a youth event. Has anyone ever led worship at a youth event? They're, they're so interesting. So the kids flood the stage. They run to the stage at the top of the service, and then they all just stand there. <laughs> like, like, so it's like I love doing youth events, um, but then like, there's that awkwardness of them standing there. So going into this event, we were doing a brand new song to us. Um, we did not rehearse it enough. I barely knew it, and I was the one leading it. And so um, it had gone okay in practice, but they had told us coming to the event that we were going to have a confidence monitor, and I was really, really worried on the lyrics. And so I was like, oh, thank God, we're going to have a confidence monitor. When we get into rehearsal, there's no confidence monitor. 
And I'm like, okay, okay, I can do this. I can do this. So like we're leading up a service. I'm in the back. And it's one of those songs too. It was a Hillsong Young and Free song. So first mistake. Um, <laughs> the accountant is two, uh, it's three beats. Bop, bop, bop. And then sing, the lead singer sings. And it's drums. So first of all, I'm trying to find the key. And then I have to sing. So what do you think happens? <laughs> bop, bop, bop. And I start and I'm like, you are the real, like I went into full like humming, I lost it. And our team photographer caught me looking over my shoulder at the screen to try and like, are there any words up here? Can anyone help me right now? And I caught the eye of the other vocalist and he's just like, just, I'm like, help, someone help. So she got this picture of me and I'm I, like, it's, it's like, I'm like, it, it's a horrible it's face. Angry Jen, because I'm like, I've got no lyrics. I'm borderline scatting right now in this youth conference. <laughs> and the children are all standing there like this. <laughs> Just staring at me. It was pretty bad. But <laughs> when you've been doing it long enough, and my, my sense of humor can be a little off kilter, as you've noticed, um, I laugh stuff off so much, and I just came off the stage cracking up because I'm like, what else am I going to do? Get mad about it and just be myself? So I was cracking up, and then Brian got the picture immediately. I don't know how, but that thing was memed within like an hour, and it's like all over social media. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> but definitely the most awkward moment I've had. Oh, man, that's fantastic. <laughs> and the picture was priceless. We need to bring that out again. We it's do. been a while. It's been do. a minute. Yeah. Um, my most awkward moment. How many of you, anybody in ministry in the 90s? Where are my 90s? Okay. Do you remember Willow Creek used to put this book out that had like themed packages of things and like, here's some songs you could do. Here's some movie clips you could do. So we, uh, skits. Yeah. Right. Skits. Um, illustrated so, uh, sermon. The old skits. Yeah, illustrated, illustrated sermon. sermon yeah. Right? So um, senior pastor was going to be gone. So we, our youth pastor was preaching and came to me and said, I'm, I'm preaching on friendship. Got in the Willow Creek book. And uh, there's, uh, you ever see Forrest Gump? The Forrest Gump, the great movie. Uh, this, the, the, there's a scene uh, in Vietnam where uh, Forrest is running in and out of the jungle, getting his friends, right? And he's, Bubba is his friend that he's looking for, right? And he keeps going back and get. So I go to Blockbuster. I rent Forrest Gump. And I bring it home. And it's Saturday night. You know, you're like pre-game. And I'm, I'm loading this into the old VCR because it was a VHS tape. This was pre-DVDs. you know, DVDs. So I load it in. And right before, there's this character, Lieutenant Dan, who is, you know... A lot of language, a lot of language from Lieutenant Dan. So right before the scene that the youth pastor wants, Lieutenant Dan goes on this just profanity-laced tirade, right? And I'm cueing this up, and I'm playing it, and I'm rewinding, and, I'm, and Kim walks by, and she goes, it's pretty tight. It's a pretty tight cue there. So we fast forward to Sunday. I go up to the booth because... Even though I am not technical, my presence will ensure nothing could possibly go wrong. So the youth pastor is preaching, and he says, I've got a clip for you that perfectly illustrates this point on friendship. Roll tape. It wasn't the baddest bad, but it was 
the neck. I mean, it was, it was really bad. It was really, really bad. <laughs> Through the sound system, right? Through the sound system. And it was... Little Lieutenant Dan unhinged? Yes. <laughs> Profanity, like little kids who were sleeping in the service were like popping. There, you see heads popping up and the views. And so... <laughs> so Monday is staff meeting day. Senior pastor has gotten home and heard what happened in the... So he comes in, staff meeting, he puts his coffee cup down, and he says, so, how did services go this weekend? <laughs> so, yeah, I learned a very valuable lesson to lift the clip out. Yeah. Edit that sucker out of there and yeah. not rely on... They have the technology to do that, though, back then? They did, actually. I had a, video, a professional video editor in my church. And that, you opted to not... I didn't... I, didn't, I tried not to abuse that a lot, okay. so he goes, hey. Hey, anytime. Any next time, anytime, <laughs> I'm happy to help. Anytime, happy to help. That's happy, fantastic. Okay. I would have cracked up if I was in there. I just, yeah, it was. I would have been dying. We, we got there eventually, but okay, okay, in the but heat it, of the moment, it was, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, I was packing my office up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay, most inspiring. Oh, man. It's hard. I, I don't have one particular one. But I've experienced this a couple times in leading worship. Um, we're, we're kind of like, it's like that hush falls over the room. And you can feel like the weightiness of his presence and, and, and nobody's singing anymore. And you just kind of let, let the Lord do what he wants to do. And, you know, you can even just put your microphone down. I've done that. Microphone down. And, you know, people are on the floor, face down, worshiping. I, that's happened maybe a couple of times in my time of leading, but those have just been the absolutely most incredible. And I, I think what I love about that moment is it's like the Lord is showing up and going, I got this, you know, let me do what, what I'm here to do. And I think so often, unintentionally, we get in the way. We get in the way, you know. So I, I love the moments when we can just get out of the way and just let him let him do what he wants to Man, do. I love that. I love that. Um, Man, I'm gonna probably show my age here a little bit, but I, 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 I miss the big choir, and it, I've had to come around on that. But I really miss the big choir. And people used to ask me, "What's one of your favorite things about being a worship pastor?" And I would say, like, standing in the middle and hearing it on both sides, like choir and orchestra and congregation. And uh, I will, I'll never forget. Um, Probably the last time I had the the chance to conduct a choir, uh, we were doing uh, "Thou O Lord," Brooklyn Tab. It was either Brooklyn Tab or Preston Wood. I don't remember which one. Um, and those stacks for Thou, for Thou, for, at the end. I just remember that being one uh, one of those moments I will never forget. And you get to stand in, in in our role. We get to stand in the middle of all that and and hear all these praises going up, and it. Man, I'll never forget that. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we probably got time for one more. Anybody else? Yes, sir. I like that shirt, man. Nice. I got a fun, got a fun question for yes. you. Um, we just went through this. But have you ever had to deal with the tambourine lady in the congregation? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, many times, many times. I'll preface this by saying I was raised in a tambourine church. Yeah. You, you, everybody brought their own. Back in the day, just, they sort of knew what to do with it, though. You that's know what I'm true. Like that's true. That. Yeah. 
Uh, I had a situation at um, a church many, many years back, but this lady, why do they always come to the front? Too, right? Always. They always come to the front. It's inappropriate to play from the back. It is. It is. Uh, and she would come right up on the front side of the stage oh. and just da, 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 like in yeah. We had to. I think somebody actually eventually just kind of like, hey, can you can you not? Because the drummer could hear it and everybody could hear oh, it. It's man. like you're not on beat, Rough. and all we all hear is the clanging of those cymbals. And yeah, so we've had to deal with that before. <laughs> right. Oh man. <laughs> You got like some phasing. You get the slow song, the little. (laughs) (laughs) No. Does she have like the the strings and the ribbons from it? Oh, she's not that level yet. (laughs) She was a self-proclaimed greeter with her own name. Oh my god. She sounds fun. (laughs) She sounds fun. Uh, We so we had. like the church had some old tambourines like in the percussion closet or whatever and there was somebody who would play it and I think our uh, our production guy hid them yeah. and and she would find it and then we hide them again she'd find it and so he eventually like during a renovation he put them inside a wall before they uh, drywalled yeah <laughs> she's at church with like a metal detector <laughs> shout out to Kyle McBain Wow. Uh, the ninja. So, guys, that's sliding into the DMs. Thanks so much for your questions. Thanks for being a part of episode 247. 247. Guys, make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. That way you never have to go look for us. We just we just show up bright and early every every Tuesday morning. Like a cronut. Those don't show up bright and early every Tuesday. They did today, and you... That was you, not bright and early. You gave them the Heisman. <laughs> Uh, that way you never have to go look for us. And hey, like Brian said earlier, make sure you head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. It just helps get the podcast out in front of more people because that's the way Apple works. It right. just wants to see people rate it. You don't even have to say much, okay? Hit five stars and be like, thumbs up emoji. That works. Right. right? That works Absolutely. for us. And thank you so much for following us. And if you don't follow us, do it. Get on Instagram. Get on Facebook. Get on TikTok. You can find us. Join that community group. Join the community group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go over to YouTube. Hit subscribe. We're everywhere. Everywhere. We're everywhere, everywhere right now. So Omnipresent. you can find us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Omnipresent. Don't give me. Oh, that was bad. At Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. And you can find us over there on Twitter in that dumpster fire by searching yeah. the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Absolutely. Guys, every week we tell you about our friends at Maven Media Productions. Huge hand for Maven. You. They do such incredible work, and they're the team that's capturing all the stuff here, and so you see all these visuals, and they're doing that for our podcast and uh, lots of our other socials as well, and they could do that for your church, your ministry, whatever you, you have need of, leadership coaching, branding, social media training, all kinds of stuff. It's kind of a one-stop shop. Hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. And thanks to my friend Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks for joining us at Experience Conference. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Woo!